0: Welcome back, everybody. This is episode number 44 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. And I gotta say, it feels pretty good to be back in podcast mode. The backseaters have finished writing and recording our EP, so hopefully I will have a lot more time to bring you guys new episodes. This episode of the Don't Start a Band podcast is brought to you by me. I'm the Alpha and Omega. I'm the captain and the crew. But if you would like to be a sponsor of this podcast to promote your goods and services, please send me an email at dsabpodcast at gmail.com. One more time, that is dsabpodcast at gmail.com. On this episode, I was joined by Lion. I am they are a metalcore slash melodic hardcore band from Southern ish California. I love this conversation because we talked about the history of the band and some of the messages uh, in their music, and we also had a pretty extensive conversation about the music business itself. So you guys better strap in because this is one hell of an episode episode number 44 that is of the don't start a band podcast and make sure that you don't start a band until you've heard this episode with lion i am
1: hear the music
0: I am sitting here talking to Lion. I am Tyler and Taylor. What's up, guys? What's up, big dog? Um,
1: we're happy to be here. This is Tyler speaking. Hell yeah. And this is Taylor. Awesome.
0: Yeah, Appreciate. we uh, we went over that before the podcast started because I like to address people personally, not just uh, you know. So, what are you guys? What's one of you guys? You know, now I know Tyler Taylor. <laughs>
1: it's always a it's always a troublesome manner when we meet new people. Tyler and Taylor. I my, mean, we were just hanging out with my cousins,
2: and they goofed. Uh, it. Yeah, they kept mixing us up. So understandable. <laughs> Very common. Me and my brother <laughs>
0: are uh, Jack and Jake. So or Jake <laughs> and <Jack. laughs> it's so. unfair, almost. You know, I was like, what do you want? <laughs> At least like you guys aren't brothers, so you can say that your parents were still creative. Uh, to an extent, maybe we might be. Yeah, you never know. Nah, there's no way. When <laughs> <And> you're <is that laughs> banned with somebody, it sure fucking feels like your brothers. That's for
1: sure. At least, at, at least, of the Eskimo variety.
0: Is that your only sibling um, with like a similar name? Uh, that is my only sibling. Period. Yes.
2: Okay. Uh, if I may, real quick, before yeah. we get into this. So I went to high school with a guy named Danny. Okay. His dad's name was Dane. His brother's name was Davey, and their sister's name was Danine. They quit on everything. So, <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, we want this easy." <laughs> that's their a dad. Lot of D. Dane was just like, "Yeah, we're gonna name everything D." So having two Ts or two Js is better than four Ds.
0: <laughs> yeah, four Ds is just that's a little too much, you know. That's like two yeah. too many. I'd say one or two Ds, <laughs> like just four Ds, especially when you meet them all and they're all in your face. That's just way too much. Yeah, at least two too many on that one. (laughs) All right, well, uh, how about you guys go one at a time and just briefly tell me how you guys got into music. Like, what bands kind of piqued your interest and then what kind of led you towards the kind of music you guys play, which, would you call it metalcore? Because I get, like, metalcore with a little bit of melodic hardcore with some odd like kind of gent time signatures oh i
1: like this this guy's been browsing yeah I, i'm ai guess I'll, I'll go ahead um it's me tyler here I'm, I'm the guitarist i'm the songwriter um yeah i it's so for me what kind of got me like you know it's funny like i guess my first real serious band quote-unquote hmm I guess it was with with Taylor the vocalist here when I was like 14 15 Oh damn, and then and then we moved on from there, and then we came back. Yeah, so I, I guess for a lot of me um, I Just I just always liked the music and I'm the only one that does music in my family So that was kind of like a weird thing like no one thought I was gonna be serious about same and yeah It's weird. It's like I, I had no one else to talk to like about like doing this and so, I just liked, I liked metal, man. It's, it's funny enough, in fourth grade, I loved Eminem up to, like, fucking sixth grade. And I was like, that shit is tight, dude. I just want to do this. Hell and yeah. then I started, and then I learned guitar. Uh, I listened to a lot of, like, Metallica, Black Sabbath, like, stuff like that. And then I just went straight Deathcore. It was like, there was no in-between for me. It was like, what's what's crazier than this? Like, Slipknot, cool. Event Sevenfold, okay. We're getting somewhere. And then I was like, I like Deathcore now. <laughs> it was zero to 100 real quick that's um
0: that's quite the jump for sure
1: yeah it's weird i don't know why i did that but it made it made sense to me at the time as a young lad yeah so at this point,
0: just not to ask questions about all that because i went from you know like good charlotte blink 182 like i still loved blink 182 when i started transitioning towards like well, Blink 182 is what opened my eyes to Warp Tour. And then after that, fell straight down the pop punk and hardcore rabbit hole. So I love it.
1: Yeah. So Blink 182 is a Poway band. I live for like 20 minutes from Poway. <laughs> so, like, they were like, when I was coming up, I'm like,
0: oh, they're like San Diego guys, which is like hilarious. Isn't it weird? Like, that's what's cool about California, I guess, is like your guys' local bands or like the bands that started out there. Like, there's a lot more of them than, for instance, Colorado, where I live, where, like, we have the fray and 303.
1: Yeah, 303. Dude, I used to... I love 303. I went to a war tour with Taylor one time. Like, this is about, like, f- fucking 12, maybe? 2012, 2013. Oh, okay. We got him with Matt Hartless, dude. Remember how... he We got wristbands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, I think 20... 20- because he
2: was a photographer out there.
1: Yeah, so we got, like, we got the hookup one year, and then, like, I remember, nice. like... I didn't even like 303. Then I saw him play live. I'm like, I fucking love 303. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they go Dude, off for sure. They don't give a shit, bro. They're just up there, like, they fuck around. They're like, we don't give a shit. We're cool. <laughs> You're like, damn, yeah. I like that, bro. Well, and they so, were like
0: chemistry students at CU Boulder. Like, they're smart as shit. No
1: shit. Yeah, fucking A.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, they
2: definitely marketed their music well, so that doesn't surprise me.
1: That is true. Yeah, you can't just be bullshitting that. Yeah, you have to have some intelligence to
2: do something as. Because they kind of came out of nowhere, right? So they they knew what yeah. they needed to do. Um, so they were smart about it and did it, and
0: niched
1: down to something that like was in need. Yep. Well,
0: and I remember their early stuff. Do you remember uh, like a group called Broken Side? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know they're like early stuff when I started like hearing about them. Uh, Fuck, I don't even know when that was. Maybe like 2007, 2008-ish or whatever Would when make, they yeah, had an sense. EP out. Um, it sounded like Broken Side without screaming. And then all of a sudden they had that uh, that song on the radio. I can't remember. Oh, it was like the She Likes and to Touch Me. Whoa, that song. And then it was just like that. Then they were with Katy Perry. And then, yeah. So fucking wild, man. All right, so uh, Taylor, how did you get started in music? Uh,
2: honestly, kind of Blink 182. That's
1: hilarious! Hell
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was a little skater kid. Uh, I take that back, and people might make fun of me for this. I played uh ice hockey and roller hockey for a long time. I played hockey so, as well. Nice. Yes, another rollerblader for or the boys. Someone, someone that has the boots. As opposed to the skate. Um, But so just going to the skate park every day, um, that's what kind of got me into it. And then uh, my buddy and I, Tyson, started a two-person band that basically tried to mimic Blink-182 when we were, like, between 12 and 13. And uh, his parents owned a restaurant, and they had a little back porch. And so we played there every Sunday, and we were called No Talent because we thought it was funny. (laughs) and i was the bassist and basically tom um and he was the guitarist and i don't know we just messed around and it was fun nice and then the transition from there wait wait
1: just to stop the no drummer
2: no drummer no just bass yeah bass guitar he was doing vocals well we both were
0: oh okay all right (laughs) did you guys play like fast punky like did you play electric instruments and you just like yeah
2: like like we had amps i spent like well i didn't spend it because at that age i wasn't making any money um (laughs) but my parents bought me like what i thought was a super cool looking bass and a little cool amp um but it was about 400 bucks and in hindsight it was definitely just a piece of trash and he had his own stuff um but yeah we would just go plug in and uh i remember it was like our second or third show at that point where some dude was just being so nice to us, but was kind of also giving us false hope. Um, so he came up to us, and he's like, are you guys on MTV? Oh, <laughs> you know, we're yeah. like little kids, mm. and we're like, no, but we're thinking like we could be. Um, yeah. So we kept trying to play for a little bit, but it all just fell apart. Um because we both sucked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got to start somewhere, man. The first, yeah. One of the first shows I ever played was on the patio of a Wahoo's Fish Tacos. Yeah, nice. That's fancy, though. So we got
2: similar <laughs> similar stomping grounds. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: I don't mean to brag, but uh, Wahoo's was digging it. I got, locked two free tacos from there. <laughs> <I'm> like... <laughs> I don't even think I got that.
1: Oh, shit, they're like not even – they're like, yeah, you still got to pay for these, bud. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm surprised they didn't make us pay to play there. So,
1: Oh, that's – yeah, my favorite is that's still relevant and we pay to play Ugh. most Fuck places.
2: <laughs> um, but, yeah, then from there, uh, one of my buddies got super into a Treyu. Oh, okay. Which led into from first to last. And I come from a very small town. Like my graduating class was less than 60 people holy um, shit yeah so he he found that type of music before i did um and he wanted to kind of start dressing emo once he started seeing like a and from first to last Naturally. and was like and he was like <laughs> i need someone else to do this with me otherwise i'm gonna get bullied <laughs> <laughs> i Makes swear sense. to god and i'm like i'm like okay like i'm down but let's listen to the music and I will say I wasn't necessarily sold on the music initially, mm-hmm. but dressing like that and getting bullied the way that we did, I realized why it was like a separate genre, why it was coming up, why there were so many people that were interested in something that was just new and different. And yeah. that's what we me fall in love with it. And that's what made me realize that it's okay to be emotional and to express things. So I would never say that I was emo or scene or anything like that. But with yeah. that type of music, I was like, like, it's okay to feel, it's okay to put that on paper. It's okay to record that as opposed to just sitting and wallowing and I don't know, playing counter-strike
0: at Damn. that age. <laughs> Halo that's 2 like or a something. really like cool, unique perspective that I don't think I've ever heard anyone say like that's I mean, you know, not to downplay Tyler's origin story, but uh yeah, that's, that's pretty cool that you got started out on the, you know, whole perspective and it made you want to listen to the music or understand the music a little bit more.
1: I wish I had that. I wish I had a cool story. I'm like,
0: I just like the guitar sometimes. <laughs> like- and I'm yeah. so sorry if you hear my dog barking. He's kind of being a butt right now. Oh, that's fine. I'm praying that... uh my studio is at my mom's house, and she has uh, a Saint Bernard's seen? and a Mastiff. So, yeah, yeah, he's a he's a big boy. What is, yeah. what is like a what is he? Three quarter Malamute, one quarter Husky. Malamute Holy Husky. Holy shit!
1: He's a big boy. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, how did you guys meet? Did you guys meet in oh my San God. Diego or?
1: Dude. I have such a good story for this, um, but I, I want Taylor to return, which is gonna take like two seconds. But yeah, this this is actually a really good one. I, I essentially hated him <laughs> when I saw him. <laughs> Hell yeah! I like was like fuck this guy. Um, so we had the same buddies without knowing each other, and they were like mm-hmm. playing shows in San Diego and stuff. Okay. Um, the band the band was Adestria, so like we were uh, we we're just buds with them, and. Um, so I go out with uh, one of my guitarists at the time, uh, and like we show up and we just start like we go to the shows. Was that the Epicenter, which was in San Diego? I actually really missed that venue. That venue was fucking awesome. It, it was a good time. And I see I see this fucking dude looking better than me, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, fuck, fuck this guy. He's like tall as hell. I'm like, he's got tattoos and shit. I'm like, I fucking don't like this piece of shit. <laughs> no reason other than that. And, uh, so we go in, I'm like trying to peacock him, which is the goofiest shit you could do. M- Mine the way I'm like 14, I'm like 15.
0: Hey, it made sense at the time.
1: Yeah. I was like, Oh, I don't like this dude. And, uh, <laughs> he was like selling merch for a and I was like, well, fuck this guy again. <laughs> so I had to, like Cause I was going to go hang out, with, like, uh, hang out with the boys, like Brian and fucking Mikey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, I just didn't go up because he was there. And then, so we like, we get through the show and then we get invited back to the after party. And so I'm like, yeah, fuck, yeah. And then we, we show up, and then he's fucking there again. <laughs> Keep in mind the two
2: people that he just mentioned are guys that I actually grew up with <laughs> yes. in my small town. Yeah, So, so
1: obviously I know them. <laughs> he had yeah. more right to the be there yeah. than I did, for sure. <laughs> and so I just remember being like, man, I'll fucking like this dude. But at the end of the fucking night, we ended up talking, dude. And I remember, like, we ended up really cool towards the end of, like, we are just shooting the shit. I don't know who instigated the conversation. It was probably you. Probably. Yeah, I don't think it would be me. Because I wasn't intimidated by you like you. I was, yeah, I was being a fucking little peacock, Yeah, a little peacock easy <laughs> yeah, boy. And I was like, mm, fuck <laughs> this guy. But so, yeah, and we just remember, like, I ended up getting your number, like, and then we we just started hanging, because you, like, lived in San Marcos. No, was it Yeah, start- I was in San Marcos. Yeah, I was yeah. living with Mikey. That's true. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious, dude. That was, this is, like, over 11 years ago. <laughs> at Damn. least. Yeah, this is, like, at least that long ago now. Yeah,
2: we've been doing this for a while
0: damn that's uh i'm at his house now (laughs) still pretty uh pretty unique for sure i don't i don't think i uh well i kind of passed judgments on the guys i'm in a band with now but for better reasons one of them he kind of looked like a hippie and that didn't really jive with me so (laughs) but uh yeah, that's... And then uh, shortly after, you guys started playing music or... Uh, kind It was so, a,
1: it's six months to a year. Maybe. Okay, so th- th-
2: what happened was I was doing merch for Edestria because I knew two of their members, obviously. Uh-huh. And um, one of their guys ended up leaving, so I joined in with them oh as a gosh, guitarist. That's, that's right. And so I was in I was in Edestria for a little bit, um, but then... We went to do a photo shoot one day, and we saw a little puppy that we adopted, which nice. kind of created some conflict. It was like like just out out in a park somewhere in San Diego. I completely forget where
1: if I saw it. It was by the big bridge, the big bridge, Coronado Bridge. Coronado, yeah, the Coronado Bridge. The park. You no, know, that big left. bridge. Yeah, that one big. Uh, it's been a while
2: since I've been there. Uh, um, but anyways, wish- <laughs> so before that, we we went to Paul Mitchell. Um, the downtown San Diego salon where all oh, the kids no. get trained to get our hair done to look nice for the photo shoot. And oddly enough, a girl that I went to school with that Mikey and Brian also went to school with was an educator there. So that's why we went there as opposed to going to any other salon or barbershop or whatever. And uh, it was uh, like a hair school. Yeah, so hair school. Cheaper. Yeah. So I walk in and. The music is just like, "Mm mm mm and there's all these like beautiful girls walking around and the vibe is awesome. And I was like, I want to do this. So I signed up. I was like, I'm going to do cosmetology (laughs) and music. And as soon as that happened, the creator of the band, whom I will not name was like, nah, man, your interests are in the wrong spot. You're out. So he kicked me out because I wanted to go to cosmetology school and after that, right? Yeah, that's like 15 years old. So at least. I'm, I'm, I'm looking
1: at a Tyler's looking at a poster a of a de- poster. Yeah, literally of a poster, like at least 10 years. I still got it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, anyways, that was a blessing in disguise because since I got kicked out of the ba- or that band, and Tyler already knew me, and then the band that he was in, which was Lion I Am, this was like, yeah, was like, we need a vocalist, or I know someone who can scream.
1: Yeah, I like bullied the people i was I, I pretty much made it like I'm mother in this band with him or i'm not doing it <laughs> yeah nice yeah. so yeah.
2: tyler's the one that brought me into the band yeah so you do all the screaming yeah like i i write 95 percent of my own lyrics right. um but i do all the screaming a little bit of sing screaming
1: yeah he's really good at that shit i don't know he doesn't do more of it Oh, I'm self-conscious. Here's the prod and like on the fucking we're on we're on the podcast and prodding, bro. I'm just <laughs>
0: self-conscious and it's okay to be self-conscious. <laughs> You're just really good at it. Not um, to uh jump forward uh-huh. too soon, but uh who does the the singing on Hollow? Is that Scott Barnes? Or... Scott Barnes.
1: Yeah, we fucking love Scott Barnes. Or yeah, okay. I was so I was in a band with Scott um literally a year ago, 2 years ago. 2 years ago. Oh nice. So it was it was it was like a super group. It was Scott Barnes and Fear and Faith, Jeff uh, Jeff from Confide. Um, we had Zach from O Sleeper on drums, Mark nice. Matt from from uh, Mark from At the Skylines. So I was in a super group and I was like producing all their music and I, I thought it would be like a good opportunity to like get my boys back together in, in a room. And so Scott was down to do some some guesties. I fucking love Scott. Great guy. And I met
2: Scott by doing merch for his band oh, through man. a guy named Ramin, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. was uh, trying to be a manager. But yeah, I toured with Scott for th-
1: three months. Yeah, just about. Yeah. I fucking love about Scott. About three
2: months. So I was their merch guy for three months.
1: Great guy. Fucking shout out to Scott. Scott Barnes. Yeah. Phenomenal guy.
2: Happy birthday! A couple days
0: ago, Scott. Yeah,
1: dude, we like Facetimed him. We almost did. It just didn't work out. We got too silly.
0: (laughs) Happy birthday, Scott!
1: So he goes goes by Scud. He doesn't, but call him Scud if you ever like meet him. He'll know. (laughs) I mean,
0: since I don't know him personally, I'll stick with Scott. But uh, you know, fair until I do a podcast with him. Um, But anyway, we can we can jump forward because. Tim kind of gave me a little background and said, you guys took a little break for a while, but now uh, you're back in it, and Hollow is the most recent single. When did you guys put that out? Uh, About a month ago now,
1: I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. We put it like the 11th of last month. So it's June. Have you guys gotten like a, a lot of good feedback on it, or honestly, way more good feedback than I expected. Um, it was pretty like so. It wasn't like because we're not really doing this for anyone besides ourselves at this point. Like we've already done the band shit, we've already done the touring, we've already done like music videos and like. What? Well, hang hang on. I, I okay. don't mean yeah. I don't mean to cut you off, Tyler. Sure, but <clears throat> so but the- you're wrong
2: yeah yeah not not that no <laughs> not not that he's wrong but i think that this all needs yeah. a little bit more context just to be completely honest okay yeah um, the band basically broke up which is why we stopped putting shit together true because everybody how long had ago different... was
1: that five six years ago yeah at least oh, okay. yeah. Um, a long
2: time ago we had one person move you know to the midwest We've had so many issues with drummers, so if I can give any sort of warning to people, well, if you have a good drummer, hold on to them.
1: It's almost like a meme at this point, honestly. Like, people know the drummers are super the most important. They're the <laughs> most important thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so
2: anyways, we didn't have the guy that started the band. We didn't have a consistent drummer. Um, I'm not really going to go into too much else, but so, yeah. so we just kind of stopped right everybody was just like all right it's time to move on with our lives we had our fun and then tyler was like hey let's make a song and i'm like all right cruise up to my place and record it here
1: five years later though
2: so
0: right yeah it's yeah five be a years long, later a yeah, long time later. in mammoth lakes in yes, Mammoth, yeah yes, sir. Okay. so tyler basically lived
2: with me for a year and a half or excuse yeah, me a know. month and a half yeah with the intention of just recording one song and then it turned into a full-blown EP because yeah. we were having so much fun writing together.
1: Yeah. And then we were like... I had a bullion, bro. I literally Let's had, get the band back together. I had a bullion for it. Not even going to lie. I was like, you got to fuck do it. I bought a fucking guitar and flew it out here just so I could have a guitar. I was, I didn't even come up with one. That is awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it you started as one this. song, <laughs> turned
2: into an EP. And then what was really liberating for me, at least, was realizing that like most bands are five people, right? You got your vocalist, two guitarists, bassist, and a drummer. Yeah. If you can make everything with two people, a guitarist and a vocalist, like that's what's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Tyler and I fought and continue to fight a lot. <sighs> yeah. But we're honest with each other. And a lot of bands don't have that. Like if someone's being weird, you don't want to call them out on it. If someone is... You know, spending band funds where they shouldn't if someone is yeah. not contributing to band funds, like in my opinion, if you're in a band, if it's a five person band, that's split five ways, yeah, and a lot of well, people
0: don't have that, it's a business, yeah, it, yeah, it's a business it takes a well, lot not to it takes be, a lot of money to get into a band, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, not to be too you know cliche, but being in a band is being in a relationship and yeah, the with secret <laughs> to a successful relationship is communication, you know yep. what I mean? If you have people who are passive aggressive, not yep. speaking their mind, it's not going to fucking work. If you have, you know, one guy running the show, which I've been guilty of, it can work, but the the reason why I think, you know, you guys probably have a better system than most bands is because clearly you're both passionate and you communicate. So as long as that communication and fighting can reach some sort of middle ground, I mean, you're set, but it proves that you're, you both give a shit. You know what I mean? You're not just like, okay, whatever you say.
2: Right. And I think you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's Mm -hmm. not that we're fighting because for the sake of fighting. Yeah, it's it's yeah. because we're both wanting to do something and it's I was trying to explain this to Tyler earlier, which I know that he knows, but at that time mm-hmm. I, I wanted to say it like when you're sending someone a text, right, you can type it out, reread it, look back at it, change the words. But like when you're in the heat of the moment, whatever rolls out of your mouth rolls out of your mouth. Yeah. But what's the most important thing is if someone can say something to you off the tongue and it offends you and you're not just going to swing on that person or quit on that person and Mm -hmm. people can explain to each other that's what makes not only a successful band but a successful relationship yeah and as you said a band is a relationship so the two are so intertwined you have to communicate you have to respect each other you have to be willing to be wrong you have to be willing to put your foot down in certain situations Like it's so multi or multifaceted, it's incredibly difficult. And there's so many young people that think that they can just jump into it without the experience. Like the only reason why we're here now is because we've gone through so much bad stuff together.
1: Oh yeah, it's been it's been fucking bad more times than it's been good, man. It's a that's the pro. I mean, I would. Well, that's the reality. Yeah, it's 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 more it's more bad
2: than good. It's always it's more more expensive than you know making money. Like. It's tough. It's so tough. And people have these dreams of grandeur of what it's like to be in a band. And don't get me wrong. Like we're not this huge touring band, but mm. like we're still making music and, and I, like, I don't know. People just don't understand just how much work it
1: is. I think they, no, not at all. And and like, just to play on that, I think a lot of it also just comes down to like inexperience maybe but sure. like, when you're in the shit and then you start seeing how real it gets, a lot of people aren't rolling aren't the bet on themselves. So they're like, no. ooh, I
2: like that. They're going to be like, yeah, like oh, that.
1: that's, that's kind of a lot of fucking money. I guess I'm out, bud. And, like, and they're going to be fucking talented as hell. Like we knew so many talented people in San Diego alone. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're <laughs> like, what do you mean? You're fucking insane. You're so good. Yeah. And they just wouldn't pull the trigger. And it's, it's like, what do you do? Like you would have a better chance than fucking us. We're dummies. <laughs> like do this and a lot of people don't want to take that risk or and they and they think I wouldn't know if the right word is entitlement it's not it's it's, it's feeling like um You're, if you're putting in the work, you're just going to get these opportunities. And that's just not the fucking case. You still have to prove yourself every day. And a lot of people don't want to do that.
2: Well, and I think the issue that a lot of other people have is, um, they're trying to get into it young. Mm -hmm. And so they're either living at home with their parents or they're financially dependent on their parents, True. which hugely limits what they can do. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, Tyler and I make our own money. Yeah, it's not like we're coming from these millionaire families who are just like, yeah, whatever you want.
1: Like, but no, I you have them- to
2: have, you have to have that drive, and it's incredibly, incredibly terrifying to take that plunge.
0: Yes, and to you know accept the fact that you're not going to. You're not going to have money for basically anything else if you're in a band. And like it sounds like you guys are in a a position where you can record your own music. Mm -hmm. Do you guys record everything yourselves? Yeah. Tyler does that. I have a
1: studio. I record a lot of of bands. I got lucky enough to end up building it it out for stuff we want to do too.
0: Yeah. So thankfully you have that. Yes. and it, was, I, it was a lot of
1: hard work, though. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not discounting that <laughs> yeah. at yeah. all. No, um, I don't think you were. Yeah, I mean, that's even an added thing on top of it because a lot of bands as well, especially younger bands, they think, you know, you can have these ideas for songs and then you take it to the studio and then a magician's just going to exactly. turn it into a top 10 single, but uh especially now in this day of you know all the electronics and bells and whistles and stuff people think that you don't have to be good at your instrument anymore or well, that you don't have to learn to play in time or yeah you they, know. they
1: get reliant on the technology and i think that's where things get stagnant and like i've, I've had i talked to like so even in the recording world like that's mainly where my focus is at um yeah we fucking joke about it and like It's like you still need to put in the fucking work, you guys. (laughs) Like there's still like they're still like you need to go home and practice, you still need to be good. And like and it's it's way more prominent than not. You know, you're like, I don't like so you want all these big dick things, but you're not gonna go home and play guitar for thirty fucking minutes a day.
2: Well and and if I can segue off of that, so like I said before, I was in a Destria, got kicked out tyler invited me into lion i am and then i almost kicked tyler out of lion i am
1: true (laughs) true story
2: it was literally a vote because tyler wasn't pulling his weight very fair he wasn't playing guitar very well i would agree we almost all voted against him yep and we were like dude you need to step up your game He's now my fucking manager <laughs> He now writes all my goddamn music. yeah so but I needed like, that
1: I needed that fucking yeah I needed that head check bro I needed like
2: right that's the point like, yeah you gotta be like honest. you need a kick in the ass
1: yeah I, I if can't you
2: suck at sure. something. Can Someone p- should tell you you suck.
1: And I can't blame anyone b- besides myself. Right. Because you was- weren't
2: putting in the work. And then you went home and you ripped it. And now you're producing so many bands. You're writing music for so many bands. Yeah. You're so good at all this. Like, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, that's what it fucking takes. It's not going to be handed to you. Like, even no. with me, with, with my vocals... I, I sat in a car for six hours a night screaming my ass off because I was too embarrassed for anybody else to hear me. I was too embarrassed to hear myself. I'd crank my volume up all the way and then yeah. just Bad for vocals, it by the way. Bad for
1: vocals. Don't do that for vocals.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I had to dial it back for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, like, you can't just expect to want to do music and then you make music. Like... No,
1: dude, it 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 kicks, no. it kicks you in the dick almost every fucking day.
2: Yeah, practice the money, yeah. practice the money, practice the money. Yeah, and then and hopefully you'll have a lot of luck. <laughs> yeah,
0: a lot of luck. A lot of luck. Yeah. Well, practice money and one thing that uh, you know, I've talked to a lot of people about. I've talked to my guys about, but consistency yes. mm-hmm. is a huge thing because, especially now in the days of social media. I mean, if you Fall off for a couple of months. That's like you know, you're doing, you you're, might as well just take a two-year break. You know, yeah, you're gone. <laughs> See, that's yeah. m-
2: that's my problem because I'm really bad at social media.
0: Yeah, it's and you know, unfortunately, how old are you guys?
1: I'm 26. Fuck, am I 26? I'm 26. You're 26. damn I'm 26. That's I'm 19. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, bro.
0: Well, I'm, I'm 32. He's <laughs> <it's> 18, bro. <laughs> okay so i mean i'm 26 so we're like basically around the same age if not the same age Mm -hmm. and the bands that we grew up watching on fuse and listening to they all talked about uh just getting in the van and booking your tour and just going out there and seeing what happens and Mm -hmm. posting flyers on uh you know stoplights and shit like that back when street crews were a thing but dude they be become exactly <laughs> yeah. but it's not you know nobody looks at those anymore nope. and as much as that was glorified and these bands all talk about it the landscape is completely different now you know what i mean you can't be like oh back in the day you know like if you don't promote before you go on tour Kids aren't just going to venues just to go to venues anymore, you know? Yeah, they're
2: not just going to see what talent is popping up that night. Like, they need a reason to go.
0: But I also yeah.
1: I also think with this one, too, it's because of, like, the social media shit and, like, there's more opportunity for more people to come out now. Opposed to, like, the street mm-hmm. team. So, like, that's
0: where... Oh, for sure.
1: Well, Pat, social media on the back a little bit on that one. I fucking hate social media yeah. most of the time. Um yeah like street teams are important for sure we still did it we ripped the fuck out of that we we're, yeah. we're, were flyering yeah. shows all the time even if we weren't playing them we'd be like hey here's our shit here's a car like we go to shows and do it and I, I think that's still important yeah so I like, I like the idea of street teams but I also think it's very important to like understand the social media aspect too because that's how you can have 500 fucking people see your flyer if you pay like 10 bucks in ads cheaper exactly. than cheaper yeah. than gas and food going to your local venue that's a fucking pro tip
0: yeah yeah and I mean, if it's if it's in people's faces, inevitably they're gonna check you out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially if there's like a Spotify link or something that's easily accessible to them, where they click on it and they hear your shit. Exactly. If I so if I could pick yeah. your
1: brain for a second, um, yes. So you're in Colorado. Is it Colorado?
0: It's Denver, or is it Springs? Um, it's basically denver i live like south denver but awesome yeah all our shows we play are in denver
1: perfect so what do you um so what are you like looking for when you go out to a show or like you're you're trying to find new things like is there anything like in particular that you're looking for or is it like you just try to like local shows yeah just in general just being like hey what what's going on around my town
0: yeah i mean lately i've see when i was in my teen years and kind of my early 20s it seemed like there was more of a community in denver like you know the bands that you played shows with would come to see you and you'd go to see them but somehow it turned into this every man for himself or like every band for themselves i hate that so yeah that's garbage. yeah and it's At the end of the day, it's not a competition, especially if our fucking bands don't play the same kind of music, you know? Sure. So I'm trying to do that and go to more local shows just to, you know, show support and be there for them. And I want them to come to my shows, but the thing that i don't do is i don't expect them to come to my show just because i went to their show you know well, it's I mean? realistic
1: yeah and i feel like that's a mature way of handling it
0: yeah because otherwise you're gonna get you know you might get let down and then you get bitter and then you're like well fuck them i'm not gonna go a f- see them play i fucking anymore. hate this scene dude see i up. i gotta yeah.
2: disagree with both of you on that mm, cool.
0: yeah well fine you're find fun, then. Yeah. I, I think, I'm not coming to see your band anymore. <laughs> well, I think
2: if you enjoy the product or if you enjoy the people, go to the show. And if you don't, then don't integrate or, or I don't know, try to associate with that. Like, okay. like in San Diego, right? Sure. Um, the bands that we played with a lot of the time, we didn't go to their shows necessarily because we liked their music. We went to the shows because we hung out afterward True. or we went to parties yeah. together yeah and we all became friends it was, and it was a community thing for right sure. and yeah. that's why we went yeah. to it well, it well, wasn't like what a, i'm talking about yeah that's what i think. right I but like, but like if someone didn't show up to my show i was never like fuck what you. the fuck dude why didn't you do that i was just like you are either busy or you just didn't want to come okay and for me that was totally yeah. fair like i personally well personally never took it personally it was just like like, okay, that's fine. Like, if, if you didn't want to come to my show, then I need to do better. I need to do something that makes you want to come to my show, whether that's something that we can do with our set, something that we can do with our music, or whether that's something that we can do for our lineup, or maybe a cheaper ticket, or a better night of the week. Like, yeah, there's so many variables that go into people actually showing up to your show, which is why I, I just don't take it personally. Like, it sucks, don't get me wrong, like it feels bad, but I I look at that yeah. as like a, a a conversation for like a, a growth. Like why didn't that happen? And for me personally, I'm comfortable asking those people like, yo, why didn't you show up? I'm like, oh, I was on a date with my girlfriend. Like, oh, okay, chill. Or why didn't you show up? Ah, oh, the tickets were twelve bucks instead of eight. Okay, why didn't you show up? Because I don't drive and I didn't have a ride. Okay, so yeah, I don't know, I. So not, yeah. so inst- well, and that's kind oh, of
0: where I was going with like the whole, you know, I went, I go to shows to support them because, you know, at the end of the day, we are friends. We're all going for the same thing. But a uh, thing I see more often than not is, uh, you know, a band will go see another band play and then they expect that band to come see them play just because they went out for their show you know what i mean yeah and that's why you know kind of along the lines of what you're saying is i would like for it to be a community you know what i mean and not just have it be like i haven't seen you in three months because we haven't played a show together like yeah i can agree have a great time hanging out so let's hang out and we can play music together it doesn't mean you know if you bring your guitar over that we have to start a band and name it and record songs you know yeah I, no i could agree with something that. like that
1: so we had we had so. like a a manager dude um the company was like exp and it was mm-hmm. it was a practice rehearsal rehearsal space that was kind of a, a huge blessing for us dude that was what made San Diego fucking yeah. pop like and if you wanted to be in a fucking real band you would go pay money to go re- so this is, this is
2: where bands practiced, yeah.
1: It was like... as they Dying, yeah. Mice and Men, Right, Edestria, yeah Casino Madrid. Like, if you wanted to do any fucking thing... You had to
2: rent a spot yes.
1: there. And, 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 and it wasn't like anyone could just get in there. They would have to be like, okay, it's this much, and mm-hmm. you're welcome.
2: Right, it was like a VIP club, but as soon as you were in there, mm-hmm. every single night you went there, and you just partied with all the guys in the biggest bands, and then it's at least the biggest bands in San Diego. Yeah. And that's how you created the community
1: and like that's what i think about, like board's fucking up on a lot of places now it's like you're saying earlier like because even if you didn't go to your fucking show you can go to the community and hang out and they're like stoked to see you regardless right or
2: like like someone's house mm-hmm.
1: like just everybody yeah.
2: meets up and it yeah you just got to build that maintain it maintaining is the biggest part
0: yeah everyone's responsible for it
1: that's what makes it hard
0: Yeah, i mean that's that's what i want but also, I mean, you're a product of your of surrounding, that, though. I, I think.
2: Yeah. You know that w- yep. we were we were very fortunate that we were coming up in a time where we had a practice studio. They even had a live stage there where you could yeah, literally yes. do like a whole set.
1: You would do it before your big shows with, with yes. lights, amps, everything. Pa, yeah, it PA, was a, it was a legit everything. stage. Yes.
2: Um. So we yeah. were lucky that we were able to do that, and other people were able to do that. So. I don't know how it is where you are, but I can only imagine how hard it is where people might be practicing, you know, in, like, a garage or an in individual, like, storage unit, something like that, where that's a lot more difficult to bring people together.
0: Yeah. Outside yeah. Outside of I mean, actually that's No hub. Yeah. I don't know that there's a place in Denver because, like, we have – like, we practice – In my mom's basement but they have like practice spaces in denver like rocket space and a couple other places (laughs) but it's literally just one band squeezes in there you all face each other and just practice the songs yeah um i don't know that there's actually any uh like rehearsal studios per se i don't think so but uh yeah, I mean, the whole community thing. And I was going to say, it's it's funny that you bring up the Springs because the funny thing about the Springs is it was just like, you know, there wasn't really much going on there. And those bands would come to Denver mm-hmm. to play shows. But over the past, I would say, four years or so, this crazy, like, hardcore, hardcore yep <laughs> yep, And it's like... <laughs> beat down hardcore, yep. old school hardcore and it just like came out of nowhere and now like if you're in a hardcore band you want to play at the Black Sheep. Yeah. Or we played you know, there. A venue in Colorado Springs. So uh yeah, I mean I know that there's communities. It's just hard with my band, the backseaters, to fit into some of these communities because we're not really pop punk because we have some of the shoegaze, like, turnover stuff, but we're not exactly, you know, like, heavy or anything. But we're not, like, the super indie, like, Lumineers. It's weird. It's fucking weird. Um, But one, one thing I did want to get into because I know this is a story in itself just fyi Tyler and i just
2: swapped spots okay (laughs) that
0: wasn't a fart no (laughs) well Um, that was
2: a that was a chair
0: (laughs) okay that's okay yeah you needed Uh, a you needed a bathroom break (laughs) yeah no farting rules on the uh don't start a band podcast because at the end of the day bands fart it happens that's why you can get drum stools with charcoal in them (laughs) jesus (laughs) i like that (laughs) um but uh, how did you guys get hooked up with uh, Mr. Tim, Tim Graham? Um, Very good friend of the podcast, by the way. He, very good uh, friend
2: to all of us. He's a fucking yeah. excellent guy. Shout out to Tim. Oh, we love Tim. Yeah. hard motherfucker. In fact, motherfucker I'm going to find a drink and clink it against something. <laughs> clink, clink for Tim. Hell yeah not partner. Um, right so we went on tour uh with a band that tim is doing merch for victory heights yeah victory heights i'm to oh, lift the okay. headphones for tyler to get over and um, um tim was just a homie he's so fucking genuine so nice like one of those people that you never have to question when you're talking with him like is he doing this for ulterior motives like it's like no yeah tim's just he's he's just honest um so we met him through that it
0: seems like he's got time for everybody you know he's so
1: nice about that too though like he like comes in like yeah. he's, he gives a fuck that's very hard to find mm-hmm.
2: so we went to denver not specifically denver but colorado a couple times and just hung out with him
0: littleton um yeah it was littleton yep was that when they were when they had like the victory house? Yeah, the, the victory house. Yeah, victory the f- Heights house. Oh yeah. my god! Fourth, it
1: was like a fu- okay. it was Easter fucking Sunday on 420.
2: That's when I got food poisoning, and we played a show the next day.
1: Yep, uh, yep. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, super fun. You ever <laughs> Holy shit. you ever try to
2: scream your guts out while being on the brink of throwing your guts out? <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> super
0: no. fun. Uh, no, there was one time I I almost uh, shit myself on stage, but nice. I had. I had control, so. Good on you, bud. But anyway. Um, uh, but yeah, so
2: just hanging out with Tim and, and the Victory Heights crew, which obviously is moving on to different projects. They all kind of have their own stuff going on. Um, mm-hmm. But then Tyler and Tim kept in contact and. I fucking love Tim. Great fucking they guy. decided to go into business together. And <laughs> yeah. then with the you know album that Tyler and I wrote when he was out here, um, we started talking more and more about kind of get in line i am officially back together because we, we were thinking about releasing it under a different name
1: yeah we were going to do something new yeah and like funny enough we were getting pressured by a lot of people to do that and then we kind of stuck to her gun saying fuck that yeah i remember being like it doesn't make sense like it's the same dudes like well it's just mm-hmm. yeah it's like why so
2: yeah well and and Uh, This might sound weird, but one thing that I always talked with Tyler about was like, at least for me, when I listen to music, most of the time, and this is just me being a vocalist, which is going to be different for Tyler. But for me as a vocalist, it's the vocals that I am drawn to. So whether we came out as Lion I Am or a different name was irrelevant.
1: Yeah. I wanted to be the guy to keep the dream alive, dude. Yeah. I was that guy. I was for sure like... I
0: liked- Well, and if nobody else is using the name and, you know, there's already something behind the name, Ooh, I don't think I love there's this. anything wrong. Thank you. <laughs> you know, right, w- like, which is where
2: we started to go. It was like, yeah. you know, who who's going to recognize Lion I Am yeah. without my vocals? and since we have my
1: vocals let's go out as lion i am yeah the music's about this i mean that was the thing too the music was like something we still wanted to do like the genre made sense like i like writing shit with that and like every time i'm with taylor i'm like i want to do some fucking like oh six chords and shit right so it was just like like, why would i want to change something we've already been working on for so long and like dude we got uh, unfortunately we did get a lot of backlash on that like just from talking to people like uh that's what kind of fucking hurt, I think, was like when I was talking to managers, and we were, we talked to a lot of people before we even did the huge commitment of like we're sticking with our guns on this. It was it was literally yeah, yeah a but year. That,
2: that's so multifaceted. I agree.
1: We can't get into yeah, yeah, we can't. But like, but no, that was the thing. That's fine. I just wanted to like, I just wanted to keep the the vision alive. It was essentially like what what better way than just keeping the name and like making sure we could just push forward. You know, we were, the ideas are there. We've done all the shit and all the history's there.
2: Yeah. Totally. Let's just say labels. Well, like you with your guy with the hippie hair. Me? No, no, well, not you, Jay. He Jade. wore tie dye. Yeah,
0: that was that was the basis of it. He just wore tie dye. But like, like but uh, that was we, like. No, we classified him as a like hippie. <laughs> you you
2: recognized an issue with his his appearance. Labels uh-huh. do that not only with appearance but with vocals or with you know anything else in the band. Uh-huh. And so for sure, we were pressured into they can removing people uh-huh that we didn't want to remove
1: yeah dude it sucks. they, they yeah. and unfortunately that's like a dark side of the music industry
2: well that's a very very real side of the music industry yeah you
1: have to be and it sucks like, It might have changed and it hasn't <laughs> I yeah, was no, try, it hasn't i was gonna try to, try to sell it i'm like nah no, it's fucked yeah, still no it's yeah, still fucked yeah you have to like you gotta <laughs> play another fucking game man and it's like that's something we didn't, we never ever wanted to do, and that's why we. Because we were
2: making music for us. Yeah,
1: and like when they started like, yeah. dude, there was points where you're like fucking selling your CD for you're paying them. Yeah. The fuck shit, it makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, those backwards deals. And you're like what do you fucking mean? <laughs> like, so yeah, there was just, and then you're giving it like, so I think a lot of it too was because we owned our rights of the name, and we, we loc would mm-hmm. our band. We we have bank accounts with our band name. And I think that's what probably they didn't yeah. like, to be completely honest. If you're a band, fucking do that. If you're listening you're an, you're an artist, you should definitely do that. Um,
0: well, definitely at least for tax reasons. Because mm-hmm. if you claim that on your personal taxes, oh, you're fucked. you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah you got to take, take that loss. But you should also... Dude, the simplest way too, um, this is a goofy way, but it does hold up in court. I, maybe I could be fucking wrong. Don't hold me to this, actually. I'm going to hold you to it. Hold me to it. You're allowed to, like, burn... Um, Your CD, and you're allowed to. And send it. Yes. So burn your CD, or like your demo, or the fuck. Let's say you're in a band, you have a demo and all this shit. You go to a notary, and you go to a like it's usually at like post offices or like USPS stores. Um, there's sometimes notaries there. You have to call ahead sometimes to get them there. They can see you fucking Mm -hmm. sign it, and they can date it for you, and you can ship it to yourself. So there's any copyright claims, you can literally be like, "This is a fucking CD I did from this date right here." And it holds
0: up. It should hold up. I'm not completely fucking positive on that, but I'm pretty sure. See, and we used to do that just because, like, when you send it through the mail, you get, like, the official like, stamp. Government yep. Right, right. Stamp uh-huh. on it's it. the cheapest, dumbest but way. Then, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it really holds up. <laughs> somebody told me they were, like, yeah, that doesn't work, blah, 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 blah. So I started going through the Library of Congress and, like. Yeah, that's smarter. Way better. Is, <laughs> do that. It's <laughs> like, even. Because when you do it, you can upload like tons and tons of songs. So when I did it, even if I had like promising demos, I still just copyright that shit. Uh-huh. And then if it turns into something, it's basically already copyrighted as long as. Use BMI. The melody. Or ASCAP. Yeah. Whatever
1: one you want to use. They're the same fucking thing. One charges yearly, one doesn't. BMI or ASCAP, yeah. that, that's also a really smart way. Of, if, if you're listening, you're a solo artist or you're a main songwriter. that is the fucking way to do it. And then uh, you'll be chilling for sure.
2: Uh, Jake, do you mind if I kind of go back a little bit? Because I think I missed that part of the conversation. I know that you said
0: that you're in a band.
2: What do you do in the band?
0: Yeah. Uh, So live, I play guitar and sing. Okay. Um, But I write and demo out all the songs because, like, I grew up. I started playing drums when I was 11. I'm so jealous. played in bands, Mm -hmm. taught myself how to play guitar when I was 18, and kind of started this band just because I wanted to listen. I wanted to write the songs that weren't in my music library. Okay. You know, just for myself, and then it turned into this thing. People told me to, you know, make it a real thing, da 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 So... I still demo everything out—drums, guitar, bass, piano, everything like nice. that—and then, um, you know, bring it to the guys, and they put their spin on it. And then, yeah, live, I just play guitar and sing. Awesome, bro! Let's fucking. Are, are you
2: the main vocalist, or do you have like a front man?
0: Yeah, I'm the I'm the main vocalist. We're uh We're a three piece right now, um, but. Personally, I would like to be a four piece just because sure. I write, you know, there's hooks in the lyrics, but also, I mean, if you happen to check out our music, um, a, there's a lot of lead guitar parts that I also is, you know, some of those are like the main hook of the song as well. So, okay, so you, I would like to have a lead guitar. Part. You
2: obviously write all your own lyrics. Yes. Uh, I'm kind of getting into that because I heard you talking about Blink 182 before.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm a little I'm kind of far from Blink 182. You know, I I don't bring it up as often because I don't want people to be like, oh yeah, I could see that fucking rip. Off. <laughs> well, my my, my point
2: know. is, those guys were so good at doing different vocal patterns over the same parts and everything matching up yeah so
3: no they were that's
2: like they were genius that's what i really try to do with my shit so when you listen Mm -hmm. to our songs you'll hear a lot of me and connor oh yeah
1: for sure
2: overlapping and even with scott um on hollow a lot of overlapping and like it's almost like a rainbow if you will of things just really meshing together um but no i i appreciate that because there's a lot of bands where their vocalists don't write their own lyrics
0: Uh uh-oh yeah, I have a hard time with that. Like real friends, I don't know if you've ever. Oh yeah, I, yep. You yeah. know, but the the problem I have with them is the the vocalist doesn't write the lyrics. The bass player does, and so he's singing all these like emotional slash sad songs, but he's got like this smile on his face, and you can tell he doesn't feel it. Right,
2: has to be personal, and that's.
0: Yeah, that's one thing that has always been important to me is to write my own lyrics because, you know, people can smell bullshit from a mile away. And if you're playing a show and there's no emotion coming from you, people in the crowd aren't really going to feel it either. Yeah. So, I don't know. Emotion is half the battle. That's why I like your, you know, unique story about how you got started I think
1: that's how it keeps it like legitimate though I think that's how you have those long term things yeah
2: you can't smell my bullshit (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. people
1: can't write that shit for you like for Taylor where would I start (laughs) like yeah yeah. it's it's too deep but that's where you get like a lot of these bands and like I I hate to say the word phony but they're phony bro like
0: for sure I'm writing
1: like
2: I don't know 50 to 100 lines of lyrics a day
1: yeah, that's full of it. Ninety percent of it is trash. This motherfucker comes to my studio and he's like, "Here's a notebook." I'm like, I don't know what to do with a fucking notebook. <laughs> <Consistency>, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, it's important. Seven habits, People- bro. Seven habits. <laughs> you just gotta write it
2: out. I mean, like I said, even if even yeah. if most of it's bullshit, like you and wake up in the middle of the night, you had a weird dream. Yeah, I, but I, there's like a little catchy thing that you're feeling. I do that. Actually. Wake up. Yep. Put it into notes on your iPhone, fall back to sleep. Super asleep.
1: fucking weird. I didn't know you do that. I do that. Yeah, I do that I all the fucking time. I do that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Why that's... do you think my notes are so full on my phone? That's crazy. I had no idea <laughs> yeah. you did that.
3: Where do you yeah. think all this comes from?
1: Dude, I literally I have <laughs> dreams where I write fucking songs. It's Sorry, weird. I just peeked. I leaned in. <laughs> yeah, I know we're peeking. Sorry. Yeah, the way files But Yeah, phone no, phone. I,
2: I like anything that comes to mind, even if it's three words, I put it down.
1: Yeah, I think it's important. Yeah, and that's that's what keeps the consistent keyword consistency. Yeah. Like if you if you do yeah. it a lot and you're I mean, often, I believe in me it. too. That's that's yeah. the only way you you fucking prevail. That's the
0: only way. You can't take fucking breaks. <laughs> well, I'll get rusty as fuck if I don't write lyrics consistently. Then you know if I go and I lay down a bunch of instrument tracks and I go to write lyrics, then I end up forcing something that i end up hating later i agree so it's hard man but uh yeah it is it is hard but uh i wanted to get back to uh tim sure we love tim um because i i think i know where we were going with this uh because we started talking about the music and record labels and stuff Hmm. um Blackgate records yes sir can you tell me a little bit about uh how that all came about and uh kind of how you signed that deal so
1: i had this vision about two, two, i would say about two years ago realistically um so i started i started just like oh man it's hard to start because there's like a, so much to it i'll I'll do the uh big old build up yeah i'll do the the dummy down ver- verge um so i started my own business about a couple of years uh, honestly like five years ago now holy shit i can't believe it's been that long Black eight so I started mm-hmm. Black eight um, with a buddy. we used to do podcasts we used to do like a, it was a one-stop shop you have a, it still is though but just different people now um, you come yeah. for me to me for recording we have artist development we have videos we have photography like so if you want to like be something sick I can help um, and that was something I had to build for a long time and like I was younger and like now I'm finally getting back to it uh, so when I was producing a band, it was something. It was just like a fun thing, and then like uh, it started coming out really good, and so I, I didn't want the release to go to waste, and I remember thinking about the the record label idea like way prior. And yeah, so I remember getting on the phone with my. Uh, I actually got on the phone with Tim. So uh, I remember calling him, and it was like, "Hey, bro, I, I'm in. I'm working with the project right now, right now." uh i want to see if like this might do something i'm gonna send you some shit see if it's worth like maybe we push this idea of the record label and mm-hmm. yeah then we, so i started working for like about a week and like i came back to him and uh it was good it was it was awesome and it, it we we punched the numbers and we had to make sense of it and it, it just it seemed right. it seemed like the right time to kind of dive in it just seemed like hey like it, it was october of literally last year hey we've got a little bit of money i want to see like if we can do something let's build a business together i like how your head works i, I like i am like on, the, on the music side of things like let's see if we can like push them together and like make sure we can like have a good product
0: yeah it- well cuz he's He's good at marketing. Yeah. He, Hell
1: yeah. He's Tim fucking is. to say that. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's yeah. awesome. And like that was the thing. Like where I was lacking, uh he could pick up everything I was like not good at. And like that was it was awesome to have the like the communication we have. Everything just made sense to be like, "Hey man, I think it's time to pull the trigger." And so him and I just we decided to go into business together. We we wanted the uh we're here to it's 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 here to build the artist. And I think, like, there's yeah. not a lot of, like, there's a lot of people, like, out there, like, for the wrong reasons. Because, like, I've, we've sure. seen the deals, we've seen what the fuck goes on, and it fucking sucks. Like, that's, we've never signed a deal because of most of the deals are fucking garbage. So, when when we're going into this, yeah. like, hey, man, it's it's not for us. It's, like, we're if we're going to do it, we're investing into the artists so they can do better. Like, we want to make sure, like, we're a foundation. And, like...
0: Yeah, you just give them a. Boost. Yeah, we just
1: want to help. It's not even like we're yeah. the fucking end game, bro. We're fucking sick. It's like no, we're gonna learn together. You're not gonna go anywhere with that. Yeah, no, I just wanted to be like, it's real as fuck, bro. Like, you want to come in? What do you have? How serious do you take this? Let's figure it out. It just didn't make sense to the the. It didn't make sense to stop like the not do that. You know, like it was like okay, that's the next step. Figure for it sure. out, bud. Figure it fucking out, buds. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like you guys have been pretty, ever since Victory Heights, you guys have been pretty intertwined because uh, you also produced uh, Rosu's record. Oh, yeah. Yes,
1: sir, and album. We're uh, almost done with that one.
0: Oh, damn. I did. I don't Ooh, know if I knew. I dropped the secret. <laughs> so anyway you uh (laughs) produced their last ep yes sir who knows what they're doing yeah who knows Uh, (laughs) up in the air yeah so you guys have been pretty intertwined so i mean that's that's the kind of connection you know what i mean like relationships bands looking out for other bands yeah building relationships and not because you expect anything in return you know that's a very
1: good point yeah i love that yeah there's yeah. there's no alter motive there's like uh what the fuck are we doing here i need this if you don't do this no it, it, dude. If we have a fuck up and tim can call me i can call tim i called tim today even over like something i was doing like last week i'm like hey bro i don't think i got this and he's like shut the fuck up you're fine those are the kind of communications you need. <laughs> and, like, he calls me sometimes freaking yeah. out. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. I got it. Like, that's the shit you need.
2: But, it, Jake, that, that literally ties into what we were talking about yes. before with, like, showing up to someone else's show. Like, you don't you do not exactly. do that expecting something else out of it. It's that simple.
0: Yep.
2: Like, you just do it because you want to. If you don't want to do it, then don't fucking do it. If you can't do it, then don't fucking do it. Like, it's all good. We're Tamaguchi. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter
0: yeah well yeah the genuine nature and i mean you got to have trust if you go into business with somebody and that's uh, hard man and it's you know, hard. i think it's fucking tough. it took a
1: long time i didn't he wasn't like uh it was like i started it and i needed help and he was honestly on top of the list and i still took a little time to think about it you know it was like
0: well yeah. i want because but that's what you want you don't want to just jump into something and figure it out well, I don't later have... you know it's kind of like young bands when they decide like all right we're a band we have a name and then they just like start a facebook account, yeah well and that's it you know tyler's
2: I mean? literally my best friend uh-huh and i sat on the contract for two months mm-hmm. with my own lawyer before i signed
1: yeah it was like it's yeah it's, it's business like, is business like i fucking trust friends.
2: tyler with my life yeah but i still need to mm. run it
0: by a lawyer yeah still need to
2: fucking read about it mm.
0: you still got to cover your bases exactly but that just shows that Tyler doesn't have so big of an ego that he takes it personally and is like, why don't you trust me? Right. Man? And at
2: least for me, it also shows that I respect his seriousness. Yeah. Like, I'm I, not going to sign something yeah. if I think he's fucking about.
1: Exactly. And that's like, mm-hmm. dude, I, I mean, these contracts are fucking decently big. I try to cover every basis of like what's going on. What the fuck are we talking about? As you yeah, should. what yeah. what money to what amount? Like, what are we doing here? This is
2: real life, kids who are listening. Like- yeah, <laughs> if you want to do
1: a fucking deal, here's your you're Yeah, it, don't do this without like get a lawyer. You should have a lawyer at least, or at like, least
2: have your parents read.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah You still you still yeah. want a lawyer? It's like two hundred bucks a fucking hour. I'm, like I'm just hour. saying,
2: like, you don't just want to sign with dreams of grandeur. Like-
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. It's- well, and if I may make a a stupid reference it's kind of like when you're drawing up that contract it's kind of like fairly odd parents i don't know if you ever watched that cartoon but like you know he'd always wish for something pretty fucking broad and then miss all the consequences exactly the whole episode i love that that's a great one yeah yeah because you think there's it's like
1: there's um my favorite because even from me coming from like I want to be signed, and so many cool things come from it. No, bro, that's when the work fucking starts. You're now under contract. Yeah. You're in debt, a fuckload of money. Like, they'll give you, like, a bonus. Not hardly ever. You got to pay yeah, back. You got to understand. The best way to put it, Yeah. You hey, if it. you want to be in a band, you can go to a fucking bank and be like, hey, hey, bank, can I take a loan out? And they'll give you a lower percent interest than a label will. <laughs> like, how about that? Think about that.
0: Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's not like... See, and that's something I didn't even know that uh, labels, you know, charge interest. Fat interest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes total I sense, don't, but... but that's just one of those things I never thought yeah, about. Yeah, dude, you wouldn't
1: because they like they, they suck you in with, like, here's 10 grand. Do whatever the fuck you want with it. They're making, like, 25 off that 10.
2: And what's fucked up, too, and this might yeah. be old news, but what's fucked up is if you're, if you're really good but you're naive – mm-hmm and you're somewhat comparable to a band that they already have, they're going to sign you to own you, and then yes. they're going to put you on the back burner. It's called shelving. Yeah. They're never going to promote <laughs> right. you. You're not going to tour. Like, What yep. band have you heard that's just as good, if not better, and just as big as Paramore? Paramore? Oh, I was going to say the Paramore Yeah, one. Paramore. Yeah.
1: Fearless did a thing where they've ended up. Who the fuck have you ever heard as
2: good as them, mm-hmm. as big as them? Can't nobody because they're not promoted. They'll, they'll, I'm sure there's a thousand bands yeah. out there that are just as good, if not better, but they can't get signed. And if they get signed, it's to the label. It's their show. It's the yeah. same
1: label that signs Paramore. This is a tricky, dirty trick. Yeah, they'll they'll sign the same band that has like any sort of uh, competition with their bigger band. Right. And they'll just keep saying no to their songs. Yeah, they just want to sell their prized cow. And they own the rights after that. Right, that's all they want. So when you're signing as a band, you do not own your fucking rights. you got to remember that. You do not own your band rights. You own like a small percent of your band rights. So even if you try to sue, you can't because the fucking label owns it. So you got to be careful of that. There's, there's, there's so much knowledge bomb there's bro. so much
2: shit to consider like yes again like you know people want to get into bands and they want to become big and they want to do this takes a lot of money takes a lot of luck takes a lot of smarts takes a record label that will sign you that doesn't want to fuck you good luck yeah like yeah jesus there's so well, much learn that goes everything
0: into it. yeah learn everything you can about publishing and yes. what that entails mm-hmm. and try and keep that over Bro, everything.
1: hilarious enough why this is a good plug go to fucking legal zoom and look that up it totally works
2: we're not sponsored by legal zoom yeah. by but the way Dude,
1: it, i just I, sometimes <laughs> i go through LegalZoom for my but business legal
0: zoom can sponsor if, if that would be they awesome really if they, they did <laughs> they should yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah they but have we're a, not
0: plugging that because they're sponsored by them. yeah they,
1: ha- they have a lot of good uh tips and tricks on that shit like on copyright alone they have a good little segment
0: yeah yeah it's i mean that's just one of those things yeah people are people some people are gonna want to fuck you you know what i mean most people will
1: i wouldn't say so unfortunately in this industry and i hate to be negative about it but i work in this shit bro i've been in this shit for at least 10 years if you're not doing the fucking someone is fucking you
2: which is but also part of the reason why, why you need to practice, practice routine, practice, practice, practice. Learn business, bro. If you want to get to that level, literally. Yeah. It's not it's well, not a that's... hobby.
1: It's a job. Yes. Business, yeah. Not a job. For business. sure. Yes. It's a business.
0: Sure. Okay. And that's that's the thing about it. If you're going to sign a deal it's something like you want to be the band that already has a well-oiled system. Like you can go out on tour and come home with money. Mm -hmm. You can put out a record and it does well on its own. You know, sometimes if you, you know, if you have everything you need, you know what I mean? You can either be like the main and a, a day to remember used to be and just, do everything yourself because you have a well-oiled machine or you can sign with some sort of label to help with distribution mm-hmm. and shit like that. So yeah, it's, it's multi faceted. I don't think it's something. people
1: I don't think labels are, are yeah, wrong. They, I don't think they're bad. I think well, they're, they're in very, the game to make money. Like they're yes. doing what they're supposed to yeah. do. Yeah. But it's also not a bad, they're looking at, Yeah, it's not, it's not a bad play if you, if that's still an interest. I don't think that's, I don't want to sell home. Fuck labels. I think yeah, they're no, great. They're great stepping stones. They're great ways to get going. And like even like, but you like you said, you still need the product. You still need to be able to sell your shit on your own before a label even considers you. You're a product. You got you got to think yes. know, like, how am I going to make money? If I can make money as a band, then you're then you're attractive to a label. It's not the other way around. Yes, you have to be there
0: first. Yep. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, but. If you really love what you do, you'll. 100. percent
2: Well, so I I kind of have a story about this that involves Tyler, which is, I would say not a, a huge part, but a decent part of the reason why I'm still considering working with him, why I'm signed under him.
1: Considering it's already happened. Okay, I'm, I'm <laughs> just saying, like, like why you out of everybody else? I know. Just I thought it was funny the way you so, said
2: it. W- you you mentioned a you know a van, like you need a van to tour. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So we had a van and a single axle trailer. Oh God! We're driving through New Mexico. Oh God! <laughs> right. <I'm, laughs> I know this is a horror story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm the one driving. We got a couple people in the back sleeping. I don't even think you were up front.
1: I drove for most of it. I drove for eight, eight, the eight or nine hours, and then I took a break to go sleep, and then I, yeah, you, so you were in, you in had the back two hours. I yeah, yeah to So you nap. were in the back. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so, anyways, I'm driving. Our right rear tire on our single axle trailer blows up. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking grenade. Dude,
1: fuck. <laughs> completely fucked.
2: Trailer fuck. drops, starts fishtailing. Oh my God. Yeah. I pull over immediately and we get to the side of the road and it's like, like, what do we do? Where's the Jack? Oh God. Nobody in the van knows where the Jack is. Tyler and I figure it out, uh-huh. but we're on the curb. So it's tilted down to the right on the shoulder. So, the jack doesn't get yeah. high enough to get the trailer high enough <laughs> oh to put God. the tire back on it. I remember this. So, we don't have an option. Like, we're pulling pieces of asphalt and <laughs> trying to stack it up. And we just can't do it. Jesus. And yeah. three of yeah. the five members... Didn't do shit. Didn't do shit. And it's yeah. me and Tyler fighting with each other, yeah. arguing with each other about what the fuck we're going to do.
1: Yeah, I'm super Lo and mad. behold,
2: it's me and Tyler that detach the trailer, drive... Into town. Into town for uh-huh. two-something hours... Trying to find a spare to bring that back, which is a ghetto sked- or a ghetto chair. Or I
1: can't. Talk. It wasn't even the right tire. ghetto spare. Yeah, yeah, it was way
2: too small to put it back on that, just to drive it to a Walmart to camp out. Oh my god!
1: Yeah. <laughs> to try to get yeah. the
2: right size tire. Do you remember the guy's I mean, this name? is this is like a forty-eight hour endeavor. Yeah, it wasn't, and he and I, the only two people doing anything about it. Uh-huh. So let's say that you have the talent let's say that you have the money let's say that you have the label yeah. let's say that you have the van yeah bro. like when shit hits the fan you still need people who can fucking handle Do shit. It. yeah like people that you can yes. trust and that's why he and i are sitting next to each other is because we can fight we can be in shitty situations but we still trust each other
1: oh yeah it's completely like whatever you fucking think bud i'm in if you have an argument and you make more sense, I'm down. <laughs> it's not like I'm I'm cool being wrong.
2: Yeah, prove me wrong. Yeah, I'm
1: fucking dude, and you did. Please, so please prove me wrong. So no, I'm I'm down. Whether now. it's whether it's music,
2: yeah. trailer van, money, expenses, merch, Oh, merch is a whole other beast. Yeah, in that and never itself. don't go into <laughs> debt for that.
1: You, <laughs> yeah. you will, yeah. but please don't. It fucking sucks. But for sure.
0: Jesus, it's a hard but business. <laughs> it sounds like You know you guys have all the background information from you know when you were doing it the first time but now having all that experience plus you know tyler's time producing bands and navigating a whole another aspect of the music industry it sounds like you guys know exactly what you need to do to build a steady foundation to make it you Know so that it works because a lot of times, like, bands will just get that foundation so they can start building on top of it, but it's always, you know, if it's a shitty foundation, it, it, it's, 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 always like a, fall. it's like a
1: false acceptance. It's like, oh no, dude, I'm yeah. for sure there, and then they still like, oh wait, we still have to do all these fucking extra yeah. steps. Yeah, the steps never went away, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, the steps, well, I, yeah, good enough, yeah, there's like, no shortcuts, um, bud.
2: And I think what Tyler and I have, which is, no. um something that I'm so happy for is we don't need to be touring right now. No. We don't need to be putting out new merch. Well, you can't. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're 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 not playing live shows. So what this has given both of us the chance to do is he can write whatever the the fuck kind of music he wants to working with me because he knows what kind of music I like. Uh Uh-huh. And I can write whatever mm-hmm. the fuck kind of vocals I want because he knows, or I know what kind of vocals he likes from me. Exactly. So that's why it's so easy. Not saying that we're a twosome by any by any means. We definitely have other people helping us out, but we do bulk. <laughs> we do the bulk of the yeah, work. Yeah, for sure. Um, but so like when we write, it's it's just super easy. So he. I don't need to talk to him about the song. He just gives me the song. And he doesn't need to worry about writing my lyrics because he knows I'm going to come in hard.
1: Yeah. It's like a working yeah. relationship. And I, I think, like, that's where you really have to be. Like, there's. In most bands, there's one dude <gasps> doing the fucking heavy lifting. I think, like, um. Yeah. There's definitely nothing wrong with that. But it's it's a communication thing, too.
0: Yeah. And I mean. You know, doing all the heavy lifting, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you are going to be the other guys not doing the heavy lifting, be prepared that that main guy is going to have some, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna burn the once fuck in out. A while. yeah, burnout. Yeah, yeah, if you're doing it, everything. happens to me where I'm like, I can't fucking do this, no one's responding you're normal. to me, and it's all fucking it's normal, bullshit. and then a couple of days later, I go. I have everything yeah. I need push yeah. forward. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think that's where, like, it, it, my favorite fucking quote I have ever gotten told, it was by our manager, Ramin. Yeah. Hurry, shout out to Ramin. Hurry up and wait, bud. Oh, you got all your shit done? Cool. Classic. Hurry up and fucking wait for yeah. it to do something. You're like, oh, god damn it. <laughs>
2: which is which is why we're not releasing an entire EP. No, we're
1: just going to figure it out. We're, do,
2: we're doing it song by song by song, and we're going to are you guys doing
1: videos for every song we are doing um nice well wouldn't necessarily say music videos but uh definitely visuals at least yeah yeah visual yeah there's gonna be there's gonna be some sort of uh visual like something and i think and i I think that's how like here's a pro tip for you guys right now (laughs) insider tips and tricks uh that's the way to do it right now uh no one can go to shows so no one gives a fuck about an album no one gives a fuck about an ep
2: no one gives a fuck
1: about merch they want well merch they want to buy yes. because they have extra money right now just because yeah but not only traveling. if you have something dope exactly i do agree with that yeah. you need some new shit um if you want to do the make the way they make money right now is maybe invest in some visualizers and fucking rip singles if you can rip singles like once or twice a month dude you're in the shit you're top one percent of uh releasers and like that,
0: or do acoustic versions? Have hundred percent. I don't no, know if right. you guys could do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't but know if we could. <laughs> release acoustic versions of yes, all your no, 100%, songs. Yes, no, hundred percent. Yes, that's totally
1: an option. And uh, as long as you stay vigilant and you're trying to fucking create something, dude, we're in the age of quick interactions. We, we need like instant gratification. We want like Netflix. Yes. We got YouTube. Like, we are no longer in the album era. Where like where you're singles. gonna sit
2: down for a 10 album song or ten, 10 album album yeah 10 song album yes and listen to every single one look at the lyrics on the back of the CD or look them up online it's memorize gone. them wait for like the hidden track at the end no it's just like give me a song give me a song uh, give me a song
0: yeah
1: yeah unfortunately but like and like this these are early tricks dude if people are listening jump on this you you, you should definitely yes. just be doing ripping singles right now we, we, there's nothing Albums are there to promote shows and merch. That's literally what albums exist for. So if you don't have both, yep. you got to start ripping singles. Try to do some pop. Well, and levels. I've tried pop. to... It's been doing it forever.
0: Yeah. Well, I've tried to, you know, tell some of my friends and some of uh, my acquaintances in the Denver music scene who have complained about not playing shows and not doing this that and the other thing and they feel uninspired and yada 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 i've i've told them like look this is like i mean especially when everything was quarantined and whatnot this is one of you know very few times in a lifetime where the world is gonna hit pause Mm -hmm. and you can work on shit, and then when it all starts back up again you can hit the yep. ground running. Own your craft. As opposed to all the other people who just cried yep. the whole time. Love and that. then everything opens up and they're like, hey, remember all these old songs that we used to play back in 2019?
2: Christ.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I'm not in a mean no, way. You,
1: you,
2: you got to keep working
1: on it. Yeah I, like, <laughs> no. yeah, I wasn't trying to be insensitive there. but yeah. like, I mean, that's why I'm still writing lyrics
2: in my fucking phone. That's why Tyler's still writing shit.
1: I literally brought a fucking, <laughs> like we're doing another writing session up here when I'm yeah. here. You know, like it's it one is, it doesn't end you, yeah you should never be comfortable with stopping you shouldn't be like well we did it let's take a break it's like no we fucking did it what's the next song it's like
0: yeah no we got more to do <laughs> yeah
1: okay cool well that was just one yeah. section here's the next one that people are fucking that one up
0: so what is your guys's plan per se
1: how real oh, let's see well, we're gonna
0: have to answer this differently because- yeah
1: i'll answer my way um, and then Taylor has a different... Because I'm under contract, so I have a little bit more freedom, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, sounds weird. Any way you want to so answer I'll, it, just like... Yeah, so, I'll let Tyler tell you first. <laughs> so so what I like about... I write yeah. for a lot of artists. Um, I'm mainly a producer now. I, I love what I do, and I'm very lucky to do it. So and then doing line AMs is just a treat, you know, for me. I get to be the most creative, and yeah. um, there's no... Like, my obligations are way lower, so... Mm-hmm. So what's next is essentially I'm just we're just going to keep ripping songs, dude. I'm just going to keep pushing songs out and I fucking just want to do visuals. I want to make sure like we're just on top of just content. I want to make sure like hey, this song's good, this song's good. We're going to get weird too, man. I don't think we're we're not going to stick to just one thing. If we want to try something different, we're going to try it and I'm happy to be able to do that. Yeah, I got and, a few ideas. And I have like I have the talented members of the band that are more than capable of just being goofy and like like dude, that sounds like a fucking pop rock song. Let's try it, you know? So Hell So, yeah. I'm not saying we're going to do that. But like we're we're just going to try things and no matter what we're going to be consistently releasing music. Um as as far as touring or shows, I don't have an answer. There's no answer. There's no horizon on that. And I'm and I'm not even Bum to say that because I, I don't think that's where things need to be at right now anyway for health for like it's we don't need to focus on that i'd rather focus on what our art is i want to yeah. focus on the art make the art right make sure like we're uh we're doing what we need to do as a band and an art like just make sure we're not like hindering ourselves in any way so as long as we're happy there and things yeah. like don't need to be pushed or deadlined Uh, that's all i want that's so that's my biggest thing for Lion am and then whatever taylor has
2: um yeah so my biggest thing from the beginning which is what i'm going to continue to do is i was i was bullied a lot when i was younger and i've been Mm -hmm. very depressed i've been borderline suicidal never getting to that point um i know i talked a, a lot about this before but for me I'm just looking forward to the opportunity to express and as long as I can do that in a catchy way that other people can resonate with, um, that's what I'm looking forward to because my biggest gratification throughout all this, despite you know having a good time with Tyler, uh, going on tour, um, you know like Scott yeah. Barnes, Jesus fucking Christ, I listened to that guy when I was in high school and now I have a song with him. <laughs> like that blows oh, me rad. the fuck away he's our friend first though. right yeah. i know i know but yeah. that still blows me the fuck away that like i can hit up one of my idols um but the amount of times that we were either on tour or playing local shows where i had because our demographic let's be real is like 14 to 24 maybe 25 like it's a kind of sure. younger more hormonal yes genre of people Um, The amount of times that I've had younger people come up to me and being like, you saved me from suicide, you saved me from hurting someone, you saved me from, you know, this and this and this, or you made me feel this. That's selfishly all that I fucking look forward to. If I can project my inner demons into a lyric, because don't get me wrong, I'm not some happy go lucky guy, like, like, I got a lot of shit going on inside my head. And I'm comfortable admitting that, but if I can put that out there and if someone else can resonate with that, that's what I look forward to. So Tyler writes cool music. I write shit that I care about. That's what I look forward to.
0: Yeah. I can relate to that a hundred percent, man.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's tough. None uh, of us are perfect. And Tyler puts it out through his music. I do it through the lyrics and, Mm -hmm. It's a working emotional relationship at that point. That's why we fight so much. (laughs)
0: Well, Well, my theory is, you know, all the greats have, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, mental, I don't want to say, I don't even want to say mental... Dude, I honestly think that's the right
1: term, though. Like, let's well, not sugarcoat. Well, I
2: wouldn't. I shouldn't say issues or problems. No, I agree yeah. with Jake. It's 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 it's, it's mental mental realisms, mental acceptance. Yeah. Okay. Because
0: the thing is, like, especially if you're writing lyrics, I feel like you're looking at and analyzing the world around you and the world itself. And sometimes that can be pretty shitty. Yeah, a lot of shit. Most of the time,
1: uh, uh, these parts, dude, it's kind of fucked up (laughs) all the time.
0: Well, and it sounds like you guys are pretty self-aware human beings. And sometimes being totally self-aware and knowing that you've made mistakes and stuff like that, sometimes you can get, you know, you can get pretty down yeah. but if you have that outlet to where you can you know put it into art and somebody else can internalize that art then you know essentially you are making the world a better place if not you know some younger kids might just be hearing it and saying fuck i didn't know that's what this right is. i agree yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean because sometimes you can't put you can't. it into words. Most of the time you can't, especially in the moment you can't. Because you don't want to, and also you, you don't
1: want to sell yourself short yeah. just trying to put a fucking bandaid on it because of a word makes sense to you. Because most of the time it doesn't make sense. You still need some sort of like, oh that's just depression. You're like, dude, it's fucking deeper than that. Like it's still that's just not a word to put onto something yeah. easily. Like I still need like why, I need a why. I, who else is yeah. feeling this? And then now I'm not alone because I can understand that someone else is fucking going through it. So that's why yeah. I, that's why I fuck with music. It's not like – there's there's not just a one-word fix at all. There's, hey, this person is dealing with this shit too. It's not the same thing, but it's similar, yeah. and it kind of makes you feel less alone.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think that's amazing that you guys are conscious of that because some people just want to write bangers and they uh you know they borrow bits and pieces from other songs like oh that's catchy that's catchy i'm just gonna write this down people you know like to Uh so the fact that you guys are being conscious of the fact that your music is going to have an impact on hopefully we
1: can't expect that we're just hoping it hoping it reaches yeah. the right Yeah, it's, I mean, it's never
2: the intention but when you start playing shows and you get kids coming up to you and you realize that you got a bigger that, purpose. That, I wouldn't say a bigger purpose. Uh, okay. That's not the way that I would word it, but I okay. understand what you're saying. But yeah. like like when when kids, come, of when kids yeah, come up that. to you and and they and and they they hug you and you realize that if I were to write about I don't know, let's say uh, doing drugs and fucking a bunch of girls every week
1: yeah
0: right like I have. like those those oh, I have a big problem with that sound Yeah, me too. right yeah. and i'm not
2: even saying rap because there's a lot of other genres that do it yeah but like if that's what i okay some of those sure. but if, if that's what i put down and that same kid had listened yeah. to my words would they come up to me and be like thank you for helping me or would they go out and be like I need to do drugs and fuck girls. I need to get drunk. I need to play into this. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. why I like doing the more internal stuff. Like it's okay to feel, which is part of the reason. Don't get me wrong. I feel self-conscious because I am six years older than the both of you. Um, but that's also kind of a badge of honor, I suppose. I agree. Where like, because yeah, I'm a quote unquote adult our demographic yes if they hear me still going through the same shit that they're going through i think it holds more validity to them
1: i can agree because it's not just like oh after this phase my life is gone
2: right that's a point it's not a phase yeah. like being depressed yeah. being self-conscious
1: being anxiety. worried about like what
2: yeah anxiety all yeah. that like that's not a phase that's going to continue for the rest of your life it's, how to cope with it's it. just a lot of adults choose to ignore it because they try to act strong in front of younger people yes where I agree there's a time and a place yeah. for that, but there's also a time and a place to feel.
0: Yeah. I super fucking Definitely. agree. And music is that place where you can let down that guard, be vulnerable, and...
2: Uh, yeah, just don't hit girls in the pit. Just Yeah, just don't... That's all I'm saying. Please don't hit
0: girls in the pit. No one owns that. I have harped... I've harped on this so much, but crowd killing. Dude, yeah, we've we've fought so That's many people on that. Hardcore <laughs> we literally shows. stopped playing a couple yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, we've that.
2: literally like cut cut sets off in you the like, middle of it because they're hitting people, crowd killing. Like you see a mom there with
1: her daughter, and you'll call us pussies, barrel. But like, yeah, who the fuck's you know, paying fuck for tickets, that. bro? Fuck all of
0: that. Well, once I started seeing that, like, it's one thing to do the hardcore dancing, but when it you're deliberately jumping over two people yep. to hit the third person Targeted behind bro. them, like,
2: this is why my favorite phrase is for me. consent <laughs> is sexy. If someone is consenting to be yeah. in a pit to get hit, sure, swing away. But if there's some person exactly. sitting out there with their cell phone just trying to enjoy it, like, maybe. You know, like, my brother-in-law and my sister showing up to a show, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, like, them showing up. If my sister got fucking
0: decked in the face... Oh, yeah, we're fucking them up. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna go <laughs> fuck them going to go Someone's going fucking down. Well, and that's the problem with crews, dude. Yeah. I, I don't I don't, know. I don't necessarily want to yeah, get into that. Yeah, it wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... Yeah. Anyway. We've been, hey, anyway. So, uh, yeah, yeah, don't, don't
1: hit, hit girls. That's all you got to do. Don't fuck and, up. Don't uh, hit shit hit people hit. who want to be hit. Yeah, that's all you got to do. I mean, if a
2: girl's in the pit, right? And if she's swinging on people... I, I guess decently fair game. Yeah,
1: decently consented. fair, but like at that point, hopefully, is that the right word?
0: <laughs> but like those Colorado Springs, dude. Girls no, I'm yeah, not even kidding.
1: Are. Yeah, we used to play here, and but like, don't target. people. We played the black sheep with counterparts mm-hmm. one time, dude. That mm-hmm. shit was sick as fuck. That shit was oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah <laughs>
0: that shit was tight as hell. So I know, uh, I know you guys are working on uh-huh. some stuff. Uh, so I don't want to keep you too long. So just give me. Uh, we're gonna. Play your okay. guys' relatively new single, Hollow, at the end of this that. episode. Uh, just give me a little bit of background on it. Can, can I can – I, uh, You know, for the people who can't Can, can I be a, a little you know goofy I mean? on this
1: one, Taylor? Because Dude. I want to explain exactly um, how it happened. You do yeah. you, baby. Okay, real. so I got to – honestly have a great <laughs> fucking story on this one. This was like one of the last songs we finished. This was literally the one – this was so oh, – yeah. Last song means we did all the rest of the songs, which means more songs released. Um, <laughs> so um, Scud, I'm gonna call him Scud. He's my fucking Scott Barnes. Yeah, Scott Scud. Barnes. He's fucking sleeping on my uh, living room floor. Goddamn. Oh, you're telling this story? I'm gonna. Is that bad or is that good? It's real. I know it's real. All right, it's real. So who cares?
0: We'll get the story and then a little bit yeah, of the lyrics. Yeah, Taylor's, Taylor's
1: going to be the real Taylor. deal. I'm going to be like how it actually happened. <laughs> so we've been ripping songs yeah. for about five days. I would say maybe four, probably more like five. Um, waking up, partying. Fucking. We, we party when
2: we record. Yeah, we. we yeah,
1: we party pretty decent. We have a couple buds.
0: A couple bud skis
1: that. with the brews. That doesn't make any sense. Um,
0: <laughs> there you go. Again this is that backwards, backwards shit. shit. I'm,
1: I'm on my backwards <laughs> shit. That <laughs> great thing. It. It's that A word stuff. Is that A word stuff? Um so we're ripping some fucking brews with the Buds a couple days straight. Scud's not feeling too hot. Taylor's gotta go home in like two hours. It's like eight in the fucking morning. I'm hungover and drunk at the same time. Um final it's final day of recording and uh we need this song fucking done, buds, because we stayed up to like one or two in the morning recording the last song. So we all crash out and really, like, Scott's literally sleeping next to my fucking TV entertainment center. Like, with, a, like, a sleeping bag, maybe, mm-hmm. at yeah. best. Literally, uh, yeah, I don't think he even had that, but at best. No,
2: he did. He had a sleeping bag.
1: So, maybe. maybe. And um, Taylor's got his own little cubby next to my, like, dining room table, like, in the corner. And so I cruise out. I think you might have been up before me, Taylor. You don't say. Yeah, usually the case. I wake <laughs> up at, like, 5, 6 in
2: the morning. So yeah, yeah I, I was definitely up before you. Yeah,
1: so we're like, all right, we got shit to do, and like, no one's excited. Like at this point, like everyone's like, I'm so fucking sick of recording. Uh, we we wake Scud up. He's fucking not having it, dude. I think we had we 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 were just dropping cores lights on him like that were unopened. We're just like, here you go, dude. Time to wake oh, up. Shit. Time to wake <laughs> up and rage. Come on, baby bird. Let's go. Yeah, let's Hair not fuck dog. this one up. It's the last day. And it's like literally eight in the morning, um, so we get Taylor start doing vocals. He's fucking ripping it. He's killing it. Uh, Thank S- you. Scud wakes up. Scud starts throwing the fuck up, dude. He's like instantly in my bathroom just yakking, and, and we're like, do we need Oof. this though? <laughs> like so, so like we go back. We fucking um. So Taylor's killing vocals. He's doing great. He's also kind of throwing up. Sorry, bro. I threw under the bus on that one. Scott comes back out. I'm like, hey, Scud, um, you got to fucking do some vocals today. I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, bro, I can't. Um, I'm like, you can. <laughs> we need, and um, we're not coming back next week, bro. We're doing this today. Uh, he's a little bummed out. He understands. He starts figuring out lyrics and words and like with Taylor. And I'm like, kind of like editing vocals as we're going because we're on such a fucking time crunch. And then, like, I think it's either you or Scud starts throwing up again. It was probably Scud. Probably Scud. And then, so, like, Taylor's, like, finishing up with, like, with Scud. Like, he's, like, writing out some lyrics and stuff. And, like, dude, we get fucking Scott in there, and, like, w- what do he do? Like, four takes? If that. If that. Fucking dude's, like, oh, I'm going to sound like shit, Damn. bro. Like, everything hurts. and going be a piece of shit. Fucking nails it. Like, I literally made him do, like, I know I made him do two extras just in case. Like, he nailed it. Like, he literally showed up, fucking yeah. killed it, throwing up literally two minutes before recording. It was, like. Was that good? Yeah, Scott. What? You, what? <laughs> the fuck do you mean yeah. if that was good? Yeah, of course that was good. What? So that was the experience of...
0: And throwing up is not conducive no. to good vocals, <laughs> With you, by So
1: way. when you hear the song, that's why it's hilarious. <laughs> no one's ever going to know. Now everyone's going to know because of this podcast. But like, dude, it seems like it was such a tame environment. No, man, we were shit shows. <laughs> like, we were literally trying to. We're hungover. We're trying to piece things together. Scott's throwing up. Fucking Taylor's throwing up. Like, I'm throwing up. Like, Our
2: movement could be described as waddling.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: I'm sure that's happened. Taylor's more like often fucking than not.
1: blood-eyed shot. I like, oh, can't do this anymore, bro. I'm like, you have to do it. Like, I'm the piece of shit producer. No, but dude, but like, and honestly, like. We wouldn't put it out if it didn't make sense. And I think, like, as it's, it's goofy and fucking funny as yeah. that story is, like, I truly think we got the best out of everyone that day because everyone took it serious. No one fucking, no one was uh-huh. like, no, I can't do this. We're, we're done. It was like, fuck, it sucks, but I'm going to do it because I care. So that's why I think the whole song translates over. So Taylor's side now of things because that's a hilarious story. <laughs>
0: That's one aspect of feeling <laughs> hollow when you've thrown Ooh, everything up. Um,
2: Jesus, how do I talk that? Yeah, that's a hard. <laughs> that's a hard one to top. Um, I mean, I I could I could pick apart the lyrics bit by bit, but we don't have the time for it. Um, but it, it's called hollow because the main line is "Oh, my heart is such a hollow thing," yeah. which. I really try to be introspective with my stuff, and uh, I thought Scott really complimented that with, um, "Are you aware that you've been breaking down?" So, like, looking at yourself, like, like when do you acknowledge that you're being less than who you can be? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's 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 tough and it's petty, and I kind of like to beat myself up with my own lyrics. Because then it gives me... It's like it's like calling myself out on shit that other people won't call me out on, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, do you want to pull up the lyrics and go f- through them? I
0: don't think going all the way through them. I mean, you don't... I think I know exactly what you're saying because I think it's similar to what I do. I find... A lot of my songs are written as if I was outside like of myself watching everything I do. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, I know everything, and it's as if someone was following me That'll around work. every second of the day, analyzing everything. You right. know what I mean? Like, quick little bit. We have a song called Phantom. It's about how I felt for... Uh, you know, a good six month period, I felt like I was in this world, but not of this world. And it's basically as if I'm pointing everything out from a sure. party.
2: Yeah. I, no, I, I'm so. 100% on that. hundred percent. And that's actually really nice to hear that someone else writes that way, <laughs> to be completely honest. Oh yeah. Um, I've never been good at the boy girl stuff, but I don't know. I I think a lyric that I I really like, and again, like I said earlier in the podcast, I write a lot of lyrics all the time, and then I kind of chop piece them together, so they don't necessarily flow like an entire story, but they all kind of have the same theme. Um, Yeah, I hear you. So one of them is, um, again, introspective. Uh, Did you have a role in acceptance or just further the hate? And then that follows up with, oh, my heart is just a hollow thing. So to me, that's yeah. kind of deep because a lot of people might not necessarily be proactive, but they might just be neutral. So like, did you have a role in acceptance? Like, like did you actually help people be accepted? Um, and that was written when I, <sighs> I, I hope this doesn't fuck up this podcast, but like, I didn't necessarily understand trans people for a while um but then i made a lot of trans friends through a certain medium and at that point it really didn't fucking matter like once you you know i've lived in a small town for a very long time there's no trans people here um so that was just a world to me and it's not like i hated them by any means but it was just like nothing that ever came up so that was something where i was like okay to myself taylor Did you have a role in acceptance or just further the hate? And fortunately for me, I didn't. Like, I never spoke out against him. It was just like I was was neutral on it, so I was ashamed of it a little bit.
0: Yeah, but you got to a point where you didn't want to have that ignorance. Right. It sounds like, you know what I mean? Because that's what I found about the same sort of thing because, like, naturally – you know, it's a part of the world, and I had seen things on social media, and I didn't understand it, but I was comfortable enough to say, I don't understand this, and I don't want to be ignorant. So Right, and, and I'm
2: I'm one that's always open to conversation, which is why the next line sure. that brings, well, not chronologically, but another line that I have is, I look back and see why I hate this because I look back with a little bit of regret that I didn't be more proactive in trying to understand them. Yeah. Um, And then misjudged, misguided. That's another one which is kind of just catchy, but it, it still fits in. So I don't know. Th- th- there's a lot that goes into it. It doesn't also, or all fall into the same place or the dynamic, but I think that you can kind of force lyrics into a certain meaning because it can mean multiple things to multiple different
0: people. Mm-hmm. And that's what good lyrics are. It's got to be a little broad. I do. Well, I think I get it. I don't fucking know. But here's why it's not going to fuck up this podcast, because you're doing something that not a lot of people can do, and you're admitting that, you know, you're not perfect. You don't have all the answers, but you're open. And that's ultimately you want your fans to be yes. open. You want them to ask questions and you want them to know that. Yes. you're. Yeah. And like
2: Tyler and I were saying before, like I like being wrong. Yeah. There's nothing you. wrong with being ignorant. And if yes. someone can present Same. something, no matter what the idea is, if they, if they can give me a good reason to believe in whatever it is, whether it's an argument or someone's sexuality All or this- whatever, like, like that's fine. I'm totally cool with that. Um, yeah. Which is why not on this album, but I wrote the song "Flawed and Free." Like I'm flawed, but I'm also free because mm-hmm. I am flawed. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to not understand. Yep. But as soon as it starts coming from a place of hate, that's right, As opposed yeah. to a place of uh, intrigue, acceptance. curiosity, humanity, acceptance. Yeah. A- as soon as it's it's like I would say scared. Even if you're if you're Scared's scared or way. hateful, that's where it's wrong. Yeah. But if you're Curious and willing to learn. That's why
0: you can be flawed and free. Yeah. Well, and I never really thought about it until I saw "Stick to Your Guns," and they, uh, they have a song at the end of their album Mm -hmm. "Diamond," Mm -hmm. where like the whole song just kind of drops, and then he starts screaming, "I understand you." Great band. And uh, he went off on this whole thing about like, you know, ignorant people, hate the things that right. they don't understand because it scares them and they don't understand it. It makes them feel yep. stupid or like they're not yep. in on the group. And so they become hate. I don't
1: know why, why are people so afraid of so. being wrong, man? Like what's wrong with, that's what it, well, there, there's, there's a yeah, lot that goes you know, into right. it, but I,
2: I will say, um, just cause we're kind of getting to the end here. I, I will say that I still think it's very important. Yeah. No, 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 you're, you're totally good. Kinda. Um, I've actually really, really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, me too. Um, I just want to be sensitive Same. to everybody's time. But I, I will say that even if you don't understand someone, the most important thing is is the communication between them. Yes. Have the dialogue. Mm-hmm. So even if I might understand someone with what they're going through, let's say um, a homosexual i don't i don't feel that way yeah but so i'll never understand it but be sympathetic towards it yeah or not sympathetic empathetic because yeah, yeah, that's the right yeah word. Yes. sympathetic's not right because no. it's not yeah. like
0: it's lesser than because yeah. you know love so if you know love that's all yeah
2: and just you know, understand that, that same
0: fucking thing yeah
2: that's just how they feel and let's say i like my tacos with a little bit more sour cream and you don't like any sour cream cool Fuck 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 yeah like, oh, like we have different tastes no big fucking deal that's only, that's that's
1: literally how it should like yeah. different that's views. how simple it should be that's how simple it should
0: be yeah, honest
2: like it it literally doesn't matter
0: yep
1: thanks for pulling our headphones
0: out todd oh, I, I agree one thousand percent um but yeah i will uh i will let you guys get on to your big music projects that you have going on <laughs> uh thanks big I, are we ripping the song or what yes this song that we are going to play hey real quick jake yes. thank you so much for your time Seriously, yeah no thank for you so much this thank a pleasure you guys yeah. i know you know you're busy doing stuff and uh i'm i can honestly say i'm very thankful that tim got us hooked up because this is one of the best conversations i've had on this podcast
1: we're very, we're very lucky to come on and speak with someone like you that is uh intelligent, able to like the word things right. So thank you for your time Hell and yeah, I like, yeah, just I'm 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 just happy that we had this opportunity. S-
0: yeah. Same. All right. Well, this has been my conversation episode number 44 with Lion I am and this is their song Hollow.
3: Another day What I say You're wasting Your life away Did you have a role In acceptance Or just